0: And welcome to the FYI podcast where we talk about faith, life, adulting, relationships, and so much more. Woo! Happy Friday. My name is Michael Keneally
1: and I'm Josiah Keneally. We're your hosts of the FYI podcast. Thanks for joining us. We drop new episodes every Friday. We want to enter our weekend together strong with Christ at the center. Right and be lifelong learners, grow in the process. Mm-hmm. We unpack one of your questions or today three, That's but right. uh, we usually stick with one question a week. They come from you, our listener, mm-hmm. and we're so grateful you can get in touch with us via our website, www.fyi-podcast.com, or on the Instagram for the InstaFam is just at FYI Podcast. It is such a fun journey.
0: It has been an amazing journey. So if you're listening and tuning in, you know that we unpack a question. And today we're going to do something a little fun. So if you're listening or tuning in on Spotify, YouTube, wherever you are at, across any platform that we are streaming, uh, for those of you who do not know, Josiah is very passionate about finances. He went to college, went to school, debt-free. He finished, he started, he was in it. And that's a four-year degree. That's two years um, at a, what are we gonna consider? Community college. A community college. Yeah. And then in addition to getting his master's. So he has a lot of financial debt that he loves to talk about. And he's passionate.
1: I don't have a lot of debt.
0: You're passionate about not having debt. There I'm we go. i go specify that. Sorry, guys. Um, but many young adults are asking the questions Seriously. when it comes to finances, just yep. said, they are saying, how do I start off wise with money? How do I get to live out my dreams and aspirations when it comes to the finances? And maybe they are in debt listening and they can't go back in time, but they can start some things in the process. So we're actually going to unpack three questions. I'm just going to kind of interview you. How's that? Does that sound like fun?
1: I love it. The framework theologically that we're operating from comes from Psalm 24 verse one, which just says this, the earth Mm -hmm. is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. So it just reminds me that we're just stewards. That means that God's entrusted us and we come into this world naked, we're going to leave one day naked. You can't take it with you. And at the same time, God has given us talents. He's given us Mm -hmm. time. He's given us treasure. Mm -hmm. We're actually not even our own, right? We were bought with a great price that we often close the episode talking about, um, the importance of Jesus at the center. I think of Dave Ramsey, who says, that the only way to walk in financial peace is to walk daily with the Prince of Peace. that's so good. Yes, Yes. it's so good because it's Jesus and it's not just once. Right. It's not a decision. It's a daily walking with the Prince of Peace in Jesus. And so I'll kick it to you, babe. Bring on the questions. These came from mainly college students (laughs) and 20-somethings, young adults who listen to the pod.
0: Yeah, and I think just like just saying right away that we're not like these famous like financial gurus by any means so just throwing that disclaimer out there but also recognizing that biblically speaking the ability to steward money is a gift and a choice and it's an ask of us because jesus talked about money more than any other thing and money itself is not evil right
1: amoral it's it's right
0: it is it is designed essentially to help fuel and fund our dreams, aspirations, ours and others. It's not just inwardly focused, it's outwardly focused. So it's actually the condition of your heart is what becomes evil in the process of wanting more or counting pennies or kind of being that Ebenezer screwed. You know, when it comes to the holiday season, you're like, oh my gosh, more, 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 more. When in reality, we want more of God and less of us, right? Yes. So when it comes to money, I just want to say like, We're just gonna unpack some fun questions. And the first question, Josiah, I don't know who it came from, but it's simply this question. What is the most reliable way to pay off debt? What would you say for that question?
1: Definitely. They're controversial. Um, People have different stances on debt. For example, I've read Dave Ramsey and I've read Robert Kiyosaki. Pretty much opposite extremes. Um, For Kiyosaki, he's not afraid of debt. The idea of OPM, other people's money. And at the end of the day, though, I really, and I've read his book, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Like I know what he's talking about and the, the state of mind that he's trying to think through. And I'm not saying it's wrong either, but right. if you want to know the best state, best way to pay off debt, his goal isn't to pay off debt. Mm-hmm. His goal is to leverage debt. So, to answer your question best, is what's the most reliable way, proven way to pay okay. off debt, right. to get debt free? Right. Go to Dave Ramsey's seven baby steps. Here yeah. they are Step one, save up a $1,000 emergency fund.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Plain and simple $1,000 in an emergency fund, and that turns an emergency into an inconvenience. Yes. Nobody likes getting a flat mm-hmm. tire drove past the neighbor's house who were praying for them because they're digging up in the middle of winter, their sewer line. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: when you have an emergency fund, it turns that emergency into an inconvenience, whether it's medically, whether Mm -hmm. it's, it takes the stress of money away. Mm -hmm. Step two is to pay off all debt. And Dave talks about getting gazelle intense, smallest Mm -hmm. debt to largest debt and build momentum. Step three in these baby steps is to save three to six months of living expenses in some sort of money market account or savings account Mm -hmm. is fine, but checking account, any of those, this isn't your investments, right? This is different from your emergency fund. And this is kind of Jared Sebesta talks about the two week notice. Mm -hmm. You don't like your job or you're angry about your job. And we just saw Dave live and he just was talking about your boss grumbles You're able to, they make an unethical decision. You walk away and they say, where are you going? I don't got any bills.
0: Mm -hmm. There's a freedom that comes with that. and a lighter load of obligation to an organization that you may be employed through that you've prepared yourself for a day that could happen. Yep.
1: Or God Mm -hmm. forbid you lose a job or you're in between things or God asks you to go to the mission field and raise support or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But when you have that three to six month cushion of an ex- fully funded emergency mm-hmm. fund it'll help step 4 is saving 15% of your income for retirement
0: mm-hmm.
1: Every year, annual income five is saving for college for your kids. We love the idea that one generation is to tell the next Literally. of the marvelous deeds of God. We want our children and our children's children to be blessed, not right. just financially, but a spiritual legacy. Step six is paying off the house early. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a 15-year mortgage or a 30-year mortgage. The D-U-E doesn't mean D-O. The due date Mm -hmm. doesn't mean the due date. Pay it off early if you can. And step seven Mm -hmm. is build wealth and give. So again, those are Dave Ramsey's baby steps, but we have chosen to, from a financial standpoint, because they align with God's word, that's our filter for seeing things like life, faith, Mm -hmm. theology, finances, relationships. Mm -hmm. And um, so those are really good.
0: That's great. And Dave and the team, like they are probably the most known financial Get out of debt in the world. Stay out of debt. Yeah. Don't be stupid, essentially. He would even say that online. <laughs> he's he's hilarious to listen to it's super fun. And I love, I love his personality of how intense he can be at times.
1: We've had the yeah. opportunity to be in Tennessee at their headquarters to team up with them on our other podcast, Young Adults Today, and um to attend some live events and just mm-hmm. meet Dave, meet the team. And they were the first podcast mm-hmm. that I listened to was the Dave Ramsey show, one fact.
0: Yeah, but essentially we want you to be successful. They want you to be successful, like be wise and win with money. And those are some easy steps. Um, not to say that they're not time consuming. or I take it might take you a while to get there, but they are doable and you can get out of whatever debt that you're in. Okay. by what, And I know you
1: said you were gonna interview me, but let me flip the script and interview you for oh, a gosh. question. Yeah, okay we're on a journey of finances. We all are, but as for our family and our household, would you say that God's been faithful? And would you say that it surprised you on the progress of paying off debt or saving for a down payment on Mm -hmm. a home? Would you say, how would you testify God's faithfulness and also how these things Mm -hmm. work or don't work?
0: Yeah. I would definitely say when God can trust you with a little, he'll trust you with more. And if he can test you with a little, trust you with a little, he'll trust you with a lot. And I think that we are in the baby steps of, you know, we bought our first house. We paid off. I had some school debt that I was coming out of. And I told Josiah that straight up, even when we were dating, hey, yep. I have X amount of dollars. Just so you know, other than that, I have zero Totally. anything else. Like this is the only thing I'm carrying right now. And um, I would say God has definitely showed up in times and spaces and statements like, like, bank Bank statements statements, that just don't make sense and I will just say um having children and getting that bill of like what my child just for the delivery was how much $25,000 like wow they're coming in this world strong this is an investment like not only in a life but in everything else you know uh but to know that God has been faithful he's shown up whether he uses other people or if things just don't make sense or it's like a holiday bonus or whatever Mm -hmm. like We've always had a roof over our head. We've always had food in our fridge. We've always had a, a car that's run. We've always had each other. You know, health is mm-hmm. fleeting for some people, but holding on to what we have control of when it comes to taking care of ourselves, the thing that God has given. I think when we steward things in and for the name of Jesus, like He shows up when, shows off when we're wondering how, right? Yep.
1: Even in a pandemic.
0: Even in a pandemic, yes. So, I would say, yes, God has never left us hanging.
1: And what do you think about, you know, the the baby steps? Have, have, have you had any experiences with those or have they worked?
0: I would say, yes, they are. They are and have worked. I think when you do get married, if you're thinking about marriage or maybe you're engaged, to know that to become one on every single scale um, from finances to money to if he if he were to be in debt, I'm in debt. We're in debt. There's a yep. we, it's a he, or she, and now we're a we. Yep. Uh, so I think putting those baby steps to practice the moment we got married have just only set ourselves up for success. So January, 2021, our furnace goes out. That's a $5,000 bill that we were not expecting. Emergency fund. And did that hit and we're like, oh, yeah, we felt that one, but we were essentially prepared for it in a way because we had been planning for four years prior to that, that something could happen. Not that we live out of fear of the coulds, but this is money that we're going to set aside. And if anything were to happen, it would feel like a $10 emergency versus a $20,000 emergency, whatever it is.
1: And it's like this marriage is selfless like Christ, Mm -hmm. because you can't use the word mine anymore.
0: Right.
1: You can use the word God's
0: for hours. Four
1: hours. Yeah. Yep.
0: So, yeah. So if you're trying to st- like start the baby steps, start with that thousand dollars. Maybe you have to cut back on your eating, whatever. Stop some
1: stuff. Do yeah. the 30 day no online shopping challenge that we've done on FYI podcast.
0: Yes. And Josiah is still hanging in there. It's been what? A week?
1: It's been 10 days. 10
0: days. I'm so sorry. 10 days. Those extra days do count. Okay. So Josiah, here's a second question that's kind of come through. And many people are wondering: like, what's the best kind of account to use to start saving for retirement? Okay. And is there a specific account that you would recommend?
1: For sure. I think there's a couple like financial terms that are really important to understand before you invest. Side note, don't invest in things that you don't understand.
0: Good. Yeah,
1: Cryptocurrency good. is a great example of that. And I'm not saying don't invest in it, but I'm saying if you don't understand what you're investing into, don't get in. If it's, whether it's um, work, uh, marketing, multi-level marketing scheme, whatever it is, like you need to understand real estate. Oh, this is proven. People foreclose every day of the week. Mm -hmm. And so in every state. And so you need to know what you're getting into and that you Mm -hmm. understand that's wisdom. But as far as like understanding retirement accounts, I think the first is employer and employee match. Right. So if you're Mm. working in the nonprofit sector, typically you'd have a 403B. Mm -hmm. so that's the first term to understand in the business world marketplace 401k those are interchangeable a 401k a 403b but this is your retirement account you typically can't pull it out until you're 59 and a half Mm
0: -hmm.
1: or and then um it's also depending when you want to draw from that money as well as when you'd apply for like social security and qualify usually about 65 59 and a half to 65, that's typical retirement age. And to
0: be mindful of those ages, birthdays, because there could Ding be up. a 30 day delay after yep. your actual birthday. Yep. There could be a penalty if yep. you try to pull out that money too soon. Yep. So just being mindful of, so of those little things. And there was something that my parents came up against. that had to do with was it insurance or health? or if you had to yeah. get something done, yeah.
1: you, you also, uh, there, I mean, there's a lot when you're going to retire a lot that you need to seek a financial advisor for, to yes. understand, because there's not only social security, but there's uh, Medicare and sometimes you need a secondary insurance That's what it or was. medical screening and, um, back to the retirement accounts, like vesting, sometimes you're not vested, meaning the money that your employer matches. I'll get to that in a second, but it might not become yours for like a period of three years, for example. Mm -hmm. So employer match is example. It's like this. If you put in 5% of your income annually will match it as your employer. So it's almost like a paid benefit. Mm -hmm. And the first pastor who hired me into full-time ministry, Pastor Jerry was like, Josiah, this is going to be really simple. If you don't do it, you're fired. Mm -hmm. day one of the job true story and i'm grateful for pastor jerry explaining me what i think it was a four percent match from the employer you put in four percent we'll put in four percent and so what that means too if you're going to aim for dave ramsey's baby step four Mm -hmm. of saving 15 percent towards retirement you've got to do a little bit on your own so here Mm -hmm. is what that means Mm -hmm. the other word you want to look for is the word roth roth whether it's a 401k, a Roth 403b, um, or a Roth IRA, mm-hmm. that means it will grow tax-free. Mm-hmm. So you pay the tax upfront in the year, like say you're 31 years old or you're 27 years old or 22 years old listening and you start a 401k or you start an IRA, you pay the tax that year for income taxes, but then it grows 10, 20, 30, 40 years tax-free. And then when you go to take out the money, it's tax-free income Mm -hmm. for you. And it grows too. And then here's the other word. And I just said it, IRA stands for individual retirement account. Some of these acronyms, you want a financial advisor to understand or to read a little bit about to again, do your research, but you're allowed $6,000 per year and in a couple situation, situations, Micah and me mm-hmm. would each be allowed outside of maybe if our employer matched, stuff like that, you're allowed $6,000 per year. Mm-hmm. And you could also do a traditional IRA 6,000 and Roth IRA 6,000 per person per year. And even if you're behind, like, let's say, that you're listening and you're like 55 years old and you feel like you haven't saved enough for retirement, there's something called the catch-up clause or the catch-up, not like condiment, but (laughs) C-A-T-C-H, catch-up, which allows you to save additional money for retirement.
0: That you won't Um, be penalized for, right? Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. That's a great answer. So like you said, if you don't understand some of these IRAs, Roths, and this is all super foreign to you, um, just... Enroll in a financial class 101. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Find a an individual within the financial world that can help steer you in the right direction. Yep. If that's something... That you bring your questions. Yep. Bring your questions. They should unpack it. And the third question that we're going to land on today, Josiah, is... is this is against Dave Ramsey. This is about mm-hmm. credit cards, right? He's anti-credit cards. Chop them up, pay cash, everything. Yeah. And maybe that just isn't a part of everybody's story. In a moment mm-hmm. of an emergency on the road, maybe a credit card is needed mm-hmm. to buy a plane ticket. Yeah. Uh, it is needed to fix a vehicle. That's yeah. like, oh my, I do have my five thousand dollars emergency fund, but my car is right here. I need three grand, and mm-hmm. I don't have access to whatever. Could be one of those crazy emergencies that is a loophole, right? So many young adults are wondering what is the best type of credit card to get um, when you're in college, when you're a young adult, you're just starting out to help build your actual credit score because there's something called ghost credit, right?
1: Correct and and there there's a solution too. Like let's say you went the Dave Ramsey 100% way. Right, they partner with an organization called Churchill Mortgage. We're not affiliated, so we don't get the hashtag ad sponsorship yet. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but Churchill Mortgage they will do something. It's a process called manual underwriting. Ooh, okay. And so if you had zero credit, you never took out student loans, you never took out um, like uh credit card, no auto loan, nothing. Right. You would kind of have no activity or ghost credit would be another word, but what you can do is they can look at your income and verify it a few other ways. And you could still, take out loans as a mortgage. If you do manual underwriting and there's, I'm sure there's other mortgage brokers that would do that, but that's the solution to if, but so many college students or young adults do want a credit Mm -hmm. card, um, really to build credit. And I get that. I would just say, Mm -hmm. here's the caveat. It's a great question. If you're going to pay it off in full every month, Mm -hmm. you might look at some cash back rewards you might look at airlines fun story for us um when i did some traveling i think it was 2014 i ended up going to israel for a month which is about as far as you can fly from mm-hmm. minneapolis where i lived and the same year or soon after i flew to china and so i was doing a fair amount of traveling mm-hmm. and also some domestically in the us mm-hmm. and i did take out a credit card through an airline and i this was my plan hadn't met Micah yet. We hadn't went on a date yet. So Mm -hmm. there was no ring. So there was no wedding bells, but I started planning for our honeymoon. Mm -hmm. And I thought, man, you know, it'd be fun would be to go on a honeymoon with credit card points. Mm -hmm. And Dave Ramsey's rebuttal to this would be nobody is getting rich by um, points. And I'd say you're right, Dave. And also Mm -hmm. the, the odds are stacked in a way that the house always wins. You hear that axiom. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying that credit card companies, they charge 20, 21, 22%. So that's why if you're going to get a credit card, make sure that you're paying it off in full every month, which I've done since I was 18 years old. Mm -hmm. So I've really used it as a checking account, but, but I'd say, man, if you want to do that and you want to get points, um, build credit. That did come in handy for us when we, because I never took out student loans. I had never had any debt, um, but having a credit score did help me. We didn't do manual underwriting. We didn't go through Churchill Mortgage, but that would be what I would say. you think I did an okay stab at answering that question?
0: Yeah. So I just want to talk about, so ghost writing or uh, ghost credit, credit is when somebody tries to pull up your credit score to see if you qualify for a loan yep. or like a loan for a mortgage or a loan for school or a loan for a vehicle, whatever that is. And it comes up that your score like doesn't exist. That's a ghost credit. Like you don't even like exist in the credit world. And I bring that up only because my parents do not believe in credit cards and have never had a credit card for their own purpose or their reasons or whatever. And they've always paid for anything with cash. So when they went to buy a home, they ran into this major block of like, you don't qualify. Well, how can we not? We've never had a delayed payment of anything. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, well, you have something called ghost credit. Well, we want to buy this house. We're in the process of all these different things. How do we move this forward? They did not have an underwriting team that they went through like this, but I don't know how. And they had I'm to work sure something they, out. they had to go into it and they had to figure out whether they qualify for a loan. So they did have to do something. I don't know all the details. So, so I think a lot of people are concerned that they're going to come up and not exist when it comes to the credit. Another thing I want to just really point out to you is to take into consideration what if you do choose a credit card route and you do pay it off monthly, be mindful of the percentage rate that they are charging so you. So important. So, for example, if you spend $100 and your interest rate is 20% and That's you miss the bucks. payment, that $100 purchase just went to 120 if you miss that payment. If it's a 22, 25, obviously those rack up very quickly. So paying everything off in full is essential because if you do not, whatever's left, so say you pay
1: a minimum payment.
0: Yeah, a minimum payment. Say it's $50. Well, I can't pay the 100, but I can pay the 50. That 20% is still going to be added on to your $50 that's still sitting there waiting to be paid. And that will accumulate over and over and over. So don't make the minimum, Mm -hmm. do the full. And um, what's the last thing? Oh, Ooh, the honeymoon story. Yeah, did you actually share that? You didn't share any of that. Oh, so one of the benefits I say that Josiah was preparing for when it came to getting married, um, and planning before he actually even met me, was the fact that with the credit card that we hold, you get these points, and we actually flew to and from our honeymoon for less than thirty dollars. like Total, twenty-seven dollars, which was in points.
1: Hawaii. So we're talking yeah. two round trip tickets to Hawaii in twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Pretty amazing.
0: So he was wise with his money, always put everything off in full. So just if you're a bad spender or people who don't keep track of your cash now, you might not be one that takes care of your credit exactly. cards later. Exactly. So having that discipline is essential. So that's all I want to touch on those couple of things within that.
1: My closing thought would be this. Uh, we love Pastor Andy Stanley of North Point Community Church. And he says this all the time. Following Jesus mm-hmm. makes you better at life and makes your life better.
0: Mm-hmm. don't you agree i do agree but we don't do that for the sake of getting what he has for us we exactly. do that to be in friendship relationship and co- uh, like covering like he yes he becomes our everything yes. when do that
1: following jesus makes life better eternally mm-hmm. and here on earth yep. and so eternity is actually now mm-hmm. and so this is your time this is your dance mm-hmm. live every moment leave nothing to chance And it's time, like it's go time for somebody who's listening today. I just want to encourage you that, in many ways, you could say and make the case this is a rehearsal for eternity in the future. This is the pregame. This is the pregame, but this is life now. This is eternity now. Don't wait. So send in your questions, and we'll talk more soon.